We are live. We are live. We have been live for six seconds. Motherfucking live. Y'all didn't know I could sing, did you? This my song. That sound like you. <laughs> almost sound like Kevin Campbell. A little bit, it does. It's Kevin Ross. If you never listen to Kevin Ross, you should definitely check him out. Fuck, I was about to do something. We are live. I already have it pinned to my Facebook page. So if you're having a hard time finding it, if you go to my Facebook page, you should be able to see it at the very top. You can share it from there. Right on. Share it in a couple of places. Share it there. Why not? Yeah, I shared it in 14 places to start. Hey, man, we giving y'all some time to come on in, man. Welcome to a Method Podcast. We're going to start at 8 o'clock, but we'd like to start a little early just to give you time to get your drink, to get your smoke, to get situated. There's no more football on Thursday nights, so you should be in here. Right now, if you're in here, do us a favor. Do us a solid. I need you to share this link right now to your Facebook page. Make it public. Bring some people in here. We're going to have a good, com- good-ass conversation tonight. Listen, listen. I'm not going to beg y'all to share it. But please, 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 please share <laughs> the podcast. Just just hit the share. That's all you got to do is just hit the share. And if you want us to know who, what your name is in the chat, you have to give StreamYard access to be able to see your Facebook page, your Facebook name. So on the link in this live, you should see a link from StreamYard. Click on that link, give it access so, so we can know who is commenting in the live video. Right on. Alrighty. I think I'm ready. <clears throat> think you ready? I think I'm ready to do a podcast. Y'all feel ready? So I told him to come listen to us. I said, we might lie to y'all, but it's going to sound good. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. I'm all Be- about lies. Beautiful lies. Beautiful lies. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't mind starting early. If you want to start early, we can always do it. It's only four minutes in. <laughs> I mean, I ain't, I ain't in a rush. Okay, guys, just making sure. Just making got, sure. You sound like you're in a rush. In. You know, I, I feel like they still rolling in. Let's let's let them roll in. Yeah, give them a little time. Give them a little say time. They, say they what's up. Hello, Familia. I don't know who that is. Yo, what is not going to do on Sunday, though? Oh, Jesus. I think they're going to beat them like they stole something, bro. Yeah, you yeah. saw they were trying to um, they were trying so. to stop us from buying tickets. Yeah, the Niner fans. And yeah, all. but that was they wasn't selling tickets fast enough, so nah. they had to open it up. Yeah. Yep. I saw another thing that said uh, by the resale, by like the zip codes Yeah, on the resale tickets, it looks like it's going to be majority of Niners fans. Yeah, they said like, like it's going to be 60% Niner yeah. fans at the away stadium. That's crazy. It's 60% That's crazy. of, oh, at the away. At the away stadium. So you're saying it's going to be majority Niner yeah. fans. At Los Angeles. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Lo- so far. You know stadium. what? But he, here's the thing about it, though. It's so far stadium, right? Uh-huh. Social financial, 
which is based in San Francisco. So, in a sense, San Francisco owns the Rams. Right. So the stadium, <laughs> literally, Los Angeles Stadium is not <laughs> in Los Angeles. Literally. Where is Los Angeles Stadium? It's not in Los Angeles. Yes, yeah, in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But the company that SoFi, that, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a California game. Yeah. I guess it makes sense for a lot of 49ers fans to show up because it's not that far. Yeah, I think it's like three, like three and a half. It's like the different. It's like the distance between here and Jacksonville. And you said that's a. Somebody said that's a rivalry. Huge rivalry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, huge. Oh yeah, because because in the same local division. motherfuckers always got a problem with each other. You up there, I'm down here. Fuck y'all. Like yeah, like yeah, Michigan and uh, Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, and then they're in the same division as well. Like yeah, NFC West, and so and they're like the best teams in their division or whatever. Looks like it. Looks yeah. like it. So yeah. <laughs> who's the quarterback for these teams? Because I have no idea. Jimmy I mean, G we ain't gotta for, get into Jimmy it. Yeah. G for 49ers. I don't, and don't know who that is. Matthew I know who, Stafford. I know who Matt Stafford is because he played for the Lions. He's yeah. been alive for he's, so long. He might know Jimmy by his other name. Porn star Jimmy. Porn star Jimmy. <laughs> I, I do not know porn star Jimmy. <laughs> and I'm glad I don't. <laughs> uh, All right, okay, man. That's cool. Wait, he's he's actually a porn star? Nah, oh, nah. Because that'd he's be hilarious. He's a pretty boy, though. He's been seen with a few of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he dates porn stars. Well, yeah, you. I mean, you're yeah, a quarterback. No. Why not? Why not? So that's the Rams. Or that's, that's uh, the 49ers. Mm. All right. So what do you think is going to happen first? They going to get a championship or he going to get an STD? Championship. Yeah, I think it's All right. a championship. That's, right. like, that's, like, that's like two weeks. I'm hoping. Before he even knows he has an STD. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and know. it's not like he would tell nobody anyway. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping for a, a Bengals 49 Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't what, want to play the Chiefs again. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Too, is you know? deadly. I mean, especially since we already got two rings off the Bengals. So yeah, we don't want to break those hearts again. Yeah. All right. It man, let's do this thing, man. Basically yeah. eight. Let's do this thing. Let's get it going. Damn, I guess we should have started early. We lost some folks. They'll come back. They'll come back. We got a long time. Here we go. Welcome to a Method Podcast. I'm Jay Noetic. I'm Remy Mulatto. I bring the motherfucking content. I bring the motherfucking chaos. And with that, we believe the best way to have truthful conversations is to have mostly everyone talking honestly over drinks. And that's what we call a motherfucking, motherfucking method. method. Welcome back to another podcast, another episode. We are live everywhere that you can find us. If you're listening on the post product on Spotify, Apple, Google Pods everywhere. We appreciate you as well. And please share us everywhere so we can be live in even more places. Yeah, share it everywhere. Hey, man, we got the Black Bob Ross back with us. That's your new name going for. Say what's up. What's going on, everybody? I like that. Uh, This podcast is getting into the... the, Business of of declaring nicknames. That's we got right, Black man. Bob Ross. We got Chocolate Silk. Chocolate Silk. We got to give Crystal a nickname. She already had her own Crystal Clear Vision. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Bob Ross, man. Black Bob Ross. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. What I'm you drink? What you I'm drinking? Pretty on? good. I'm drinking some uh, some Angry Orchard right now. Angry Orchard. So it's a, it's a new thing. It's a peach mango blend kind of thing. I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging it. That's what I'm drinking as well. I, I like it. He brought us one. I appreciate that. I'm probably gonna move over to the vodka and the, and the lemonade halfway through the show. I ain't gonna lie. I might take that trip with you. 
Hey, Remy, what you drinking on, Remy? I'm drinking green tea with no sugar. Green tea with no sugar. That's how nasty it is. Like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Like we always do, we kick this show off with the Method movie. Method movie. Mean, that means that you and these two have to guess what movie that I am playing. They don't know it. They don't know who it is, but they might get it right. So here we go. I mean to brag, but I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's right. You got it on like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We'll see. We'll I, see. I got it off the breathing last time. Uh, <laughs> that was true. That is true. I feel good about this one, though. I, okay. Here we go. What movie is this? This motherfucker is psychotic. I bet you there's serial killers less anal. I know Wait, next hell? You say? Wait next hell. It is wait next hell. Yeah, white woman. Oh, yeah. Angry Angela Bassett. Who else? Yeah. 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 I was your white woman for 11 years. Let's play off a little bit. Damn, I'm coming with the car on fire. Fuck my Yeah. Ass. Yeah. I mean, I got a master's degree in business, and there I was his secretary, his office manager, and his computer. My favorite line in this movie is when a guy's standing outside of. Sunshine's window. He's like, raggedy. I almost, cho- I almost chose that clip, but I knew your ass was gonna know it, so I didn't do it. So yeah, this is waiting to exhale, man. This is the scene. If you don't know, Method Heads, the scene where Angela Bassett is going through the closet because she just got word that her husband has chosen to be with a white woman over her the audacity and she was pissed so she was going through throwing all the shit out burn the car up yeah and everything you know Mary i've never J. actually Black. seen that scene you think you've never seen that <laughs> i've scene? seen the memes and i've seen the gifts but i've never actually watched the scene itself oh man it's, it's cool it was, it was a good scene Mary so, J. Blige wrote a whole song about it for real i, I, I know the song the song is amazing yeah <laughs> so waiting next hell came out in 1995 do y'all know this is a, this is something that blew my mind because I did not know this until I looked it up. Do you know who produced Waiting to Exhale? Spike Lee. Incorrect. Was it um, Kelsey Grammer? I'm gonna go incorrect off the wall. I'm gonna say something like Michael Jackson. Not Michael Houston, Jackson. maybe. No, no. Uh, he has a he has a lazy eye. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. Mm. Correct. Mm. Forrest Whitaker produced this movie. In 1995, which I did not know. Yeah, I didn't know so, that either. I just thought he was an actor. You know, I didn't know he did that. Uh, name three women stars that were in Waiting to Excel. Three women stars. Whitney Houston. Angela Bassett. Was Angela Bassett. I don't know the other. Wait, Loretta Devine? Ain't Correct. That? Yeah. Loretta Devine, yeah. man. Loretta Devine. Oh, thick ass. <laughs> stuff. That can't yeah. be her real name, though. Look, Loretta Devine. Yeah, maybe not. I just I just know the uh, one girl that's sunshine. She she'll forever be sunshine. In my Who life. right? Who's sunshine? The one that was sunshine in Harlem Nights. The one, yeah, that that kind of reminds you of uh Kerry Washington, but not really. I'm lost. The the other girl, the only other woman that we have yeah. a name. Oh, Lila Rashawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, never yeah, heard yeah, that yeah. name in my life. A, she was popular back in the nineties, yeah, right? Yeah. She's sunshine to me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> have y'all ever had a woman throw your shit out? No. Nah, never ever. No, I say mainly because I've never had a situation where a woman had access to my shit, <laughs> like when they were mad like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I've never, yeah, I've never been in a position. 
Wait a minute. No, I've never been had my shit thrown out. I've had I've been I've been sunned in situations like that though, where like like yeah. it was her place or whatever, and she was like, "Nigga, get off my couch." I was like, "Oh, okay." That's why I, <laughs> I will fucking look. leave. That's why I would never live with a, a woman in her own place because you ain't put my ass out when you mad at me. Fuck that shit. Yeah. But you know what they say though? Like if they just throw your shit out on the lawn, like you can make up from that. But, but if they, they but if they just take it and stack it neatly outside oh, the door, done. you're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. You're done. And ladies, you want to know when your man is done with you? It ain't when he take his his clothes, his shoes. When he take that PlayStation, when he take that PlayStation with him, he done. He ain't coming back. He's like, I will not be spending hours <laughs> yeah. here like, anymore. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with your crazy Especially ass. If that's your favorite thing to do after sex. You just go play the PlayStation. Like, no, nah, it's not happening. That what you do sometimes. Damn. <laughs> that's the life. That's the life, man. Let's get into this. Uh, what are we getting into? This method lesson, right? Now, reading is fundamental. Now let's get on with this school thing. You teach. This segment is called Method Lessons, and this is where we just talk about something shit, we learned recently. We learned. You know, within the last week or within the last whatever. I ain't seen Justin in a little, little while, so I'm it ain't been that long. It ain't been that long. Maybe some new painting it's techniques. Been a, bit. It's been a little bit. Let me go last. Let me go last. I'm gonna go last. I can always go first. I uh I am currently learning how to fight FOMO. Fear of missing out. Yes. Okay. And oh, basically the lesson is I gotta start saying no to like everything. I don't know if people saw I posted uh, a little while back. I said I'm gonna start doing like broke shit because yeah. most of the things that I say yes to is like spend money shit. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, can you actually go out these days and not spend money though? I feel like no, 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 you can. I mean, you can, but you gotta have a, a circle that's with it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you hang out with folks, going to the money, beach, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be there's affordable things to do. <laughs> no, you don't yeah. want to be the broke you don't want to be the broke dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't want to be the only one yeah. like I'm just drinking. Let me get a water. Yeah, just water. Uh, and yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all got bread. You had salad. Y'all got bread. Let me just get the bread. Everybody getting steaks and you get yeah. chicken fingers. Man, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard not to spend money when you go out though. Everything is is, is pricey. Yeah. So beach. What else is drinking? Free? Drinking is the main thing. If you drink, like I hate, so I, hate, I hate going out to drink. Not drinking. I mean, I is, like going out to drink, but I hate going yeah. out. To drink. Not drinking is the number one thing because if I don't drink, then it's like for one, when I if I go somewhere and drink, I kind of like that's going to be the thing that makes me have fun. If I go and I don't drink, I don't know that I'm going to have fun. Mm. I don't even know if I want to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it, it makes it easier to say no. That's for sure. I've only been able to go out and not spend money either when I'm by myself or if I'm planning like a first meet and greet with like a young lady or something. I can go to the beach. I can go hang out. Like I, I ain't got to spend no money to do that. It's, it's I mean? definitely more difficult when you're single. I, I'd say that. Yeah, yeah I haven't figured sure. that out yet. I drop at least forty dollars every time I leave the house. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Yeah, that's that's the cutoff for me. If I got to spend fifty dollars, I ain't going. <laughs> so you feel like you say yes to a lot of shit. You don't say no to nothing. Yeah, because I what I one thing that I uh, definitely love. I like being invited. Like if you invite me, I'm I would like to show up yeah. just because I feel like. There's probably like a love language in there somewhere, but if you ask me to come somewhere, I'm like, yeah. I mean, you ask me directly, mm. yeah, I'll, I'll show mm. up. Now, if you just fucking, you know, invite me to a a thing on Facebook, it'd be one thing. But if somebody invites me to go somewhere, I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll be there. So I ain't got no problem like saying no. 
Or I'll say yes, it does not show up. Fuck <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, I'm sick. For real. I got COVID. I got COVID. I'm, 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 I'm out for 14 days. I do see Jay confirmed on a lot of events, and then I'm like, what Jay? Yeah. yeah what true. Jay? I thought Jay was going to be here. I mean, if it's I, on Facebook, it's only polite to say, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. It's only polite. I get invited to a lot know? of shit, man. Yeah. Hey, really quick before yeah. we move on to what Justin learned, share the link if you're in here right now. Share we appreciate y'all. What you learned this week, Jason? Block. Block. Yeah, yeah. What you learn? What you um, learn, Justin? So, the first thing I learned is uh, when Remy was saying fighting. What was it called? Uh, FOMO. 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 Yeah, I just learned what that is. F O M O. I thought it was. Out. Well, he said nice. fighting. I thought it was some kind of like fighting technique. I was like, No, nah, I was talking about my man like, FOMO. Always, always, is that like jujitsu? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so. I mean, something I already knew, but uh, it kind of got reaffirmed okay, what's recently. That? What's that? Is that I can't stand corporate America. Ooh, that's a word. It wow. It's it's a lot of uh, like politics and oh, stuff yeah, like that sure, that goes sure. into mm-hmm. yeah. that goes into everything like your promotions, your you know your raises, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. you got to dance and yeah, gotta kiss my ass sometimes. Yeah, it frustrates the hell out of me. So yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I, I learned my yeah. thing. I learned is I have a renewed hatred for corporate America, and I'm yeah. hopefully that is I'm looking. That's gonna be the, the 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 thing that lights the fire, right? To yeah. to go yeah. do something else, or to go do what you really want to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so right man. So this week I learned, man, something that kind of breaks my heart. Um, I learned that there is such a thing as as black nanosphere. So mm. within Within the black manosphere, fiefdom, there are many subgroups, rival influencers, competing philosophies, and a myriad of content creators. But each of them contain one common thread, a concerted, explicit disdain for black women. Black men's supremacy in heterosexual relationships is the healing balm the black community needs to subvert a racial caste system. This is what these men believe. So my question to you guys, have y'all ever heard of the Black Manosphere? Nope. I hadn't heard of it. Not until recently when it's, that article started surfacing on uh, Facebook media, and yeah, I read yeah. through it. It sounds like the Black version of incels. 100%. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Okay. That's exactly what it is. But it, Yeah, don't stop naming your groups, folks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so instead of uh, white men being angry towards people of color, these are black men that are angry at black women so which i don't understand which i don't understand yeah. what are y'all thoughts on the men who <sighs> exist in this space okay so when i read that right uh-huh. you read the article no i read oh, i read okay. your post and yeah, i yeah. i was i was gonna dig into the article but i kind of just went through the comments to see if i could i could get, get the gist of what people were talking about and here's what i think i think everybody is is a product of their experiences and sometimes you end up dealing with certain types of people. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's your family's fault, whatever. You deal with certain types of people enough that you automatically, just like, like how somebody becomes racist, if they mm-hmm. become racist and not yeah. necessarily are born racist. You, you kind of become racist because you, mm-hmm. you deal with enough niggas that get on your nerves. You feel like, oh, this must be what they're all like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's one way to look at it is they could be a product of just dealing with some really shitty women because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. shitty women out there. For but sure. you For can't. Sure. You, I mean, you kind of, with the internet, you you kind of have to like figure out that there's more 
than what you what you've seen. You know, Correct. you yeah. can't you can't fall into this box. Yeah. Now, now, if you decide you don't want to date black women, that's up to you or whatever. But don't come out here joining groups. Yeah. Don't label yourself. Oh, I'm a black manosphereian or whatever the fuck y'all call yourselves. Well, you love who you want to love, but talking negatively about black women, I hate. What are your thoughts when you well, only men that are in this black I mean, manosphere? My opinion on it is that it's it's they hide behind some kind of like hyper masculinity. Mm-hmm. type thing yeah is that what it is yeah, yeah. it is yeah. it's definitely so, part of that so okay. like my take on it is that just like you said they probably had a bad experience and then somehow they fell down the rabbit hole of people reinforcing those what feelings they, what they went through yeah and then it manifested itself into what you're what you're seeing here yeah they had like one uh enough bad things happen and they decided to paint if you will yeah. the rest of the demographic with that yeah i agree what uh what colette said in there that that they need to heal 100%. i agree that yeah. they need to heal these are men that have trauma they have frustrations with past experiences and they feel like black women think they're not they're not good enough for them and they yeah. hold on to that resentment right so i just think it's horrible man i think it's bad but i think it's important to re- to remember that it's only a very small percentage yeah. of True. men that feel this way. And a lot of times they get lost in the sauce that people think all black men or most black men feel like that. And that's not the case. And it's because it's, the ones who have opinions like that are usually the loudest. Right. And, and that's part of the problem. Like it, it'd be easier to sympathize if these niggas wasn't so loud. Part of it is, it is trauma. It is some shit you've gone through. Like imagine, imagine if every time you took a shot, you took an L. You can be like, I'm probably not good at this. I'd probably go do something else. Mm-hmm. But just go do something else and be quiet about it. You ain't got to yell yeah. at the game. Yeah. You know? So I have four I have four young uh, nephews. Um, and I say young, youngest one at this point is 19. And we were all together about maybe a month ago. <clears throat> and we were riding in the car. And I just asked them, how, you know, who was they dating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. And some of them said they had just started dating uh, Latino women. If Uncle Jay, I really like this Latino girl. And black women just ain't be ain't been doing it for me and they and they said like, look they said they started getting frustrated talking about black women i said look what we're not gonna do i said your mama's black mm-hmm. your grandma's black your aunt's black black positive women i said you can love who you want to love but what i don't ever want to see you do is talk negative negatively about black women yeah in general i said just because the black women that you've chosen don't fuck with you don't mean that all black women don't fuck how, with you. How old are these young men? One is 19, one is 24, mm-hmm. one is 26. So maybe they mean black women between 19 and 26. Yeah. <laughs> which which, which sure. is to be fair. fair, which is fair. All, to be fair, you know, all mm-hmm. humans between 19 and 26 are shit. Like they said, <laughs> yeah, all of them. Yeah, so obviously you're going, you, you can't paint all black women with that. That's just humans at that age. That's yeah. just. You got a couple good ones in there, but most of them are. Yeah, you got to get real lucky. And if you find them, you got to give them a baby immediately. But I feel like (laughs) you are the bad one. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, that's just supposed to do. You're supposed to wipe them up. (laughs) But you don't get people, like, if we don't have those conversations, though, I feel like one of them could end up being in that black manosphere, Mm. right? Because he's angry. He's been rejected by black women. Yeah. Black women don't love me. Yeah. Fuck black women. You want to be, you want, if you're gonna be with me, I need I need to be the head of the house. You gotta you gotta you gotta be submissive. You, you know what I mean? Like that's some bullshit. So yeah, that was something I learned I, this this week. Interesting. I was about to say, go ahead. Yeah, 
No, I, I was just gonna say when it, I mean when it comes to this stuff, it's just misguidedness, pretty much. You know, like if somebody does me wrong, like if it's if it's a you know we've all had bad experiences. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to me, I don't I don't put that on the whole group. You know 100%, I mean? like 100%. If, it's, if it's a black woman that did me wrong or looked at me crazy when I tried to talk to her, I'm like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Not the group. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't stand you. Right. But the rest of y'all are fine. Exactly. You, know? you got to know yeah. where, where the problem is. And it's not mm-hmm. with this group of people. It's with this person. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker. Uh, Collette in the comments said in- insecurity is very loud. Uh, Darian said, man, these type of men need to take a class on why black on black love is important. And I Mm -hmm. think Mm -hmm. that there should be a class for such a thing. Are we going, who are, gonna teach are it? We gonna teach it? Who gonna teach it? I, hey, we, we can do that next episode. <laughs> you know, Shit, I mean? why black black on black love is well, we did black love, yeah. so I mean that's the class right there. So, what's one thing right now that you want to say to black women? Oh man, and if one thing, one positive thing. I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, you can't piggyback on that. I'm thankful. I mean, I- <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said it first. Right uh, <laughs> listen, black women are goddesses to me. I got nothing but positivity for black women. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Black women, y'all appreciate it. You are love. And my mom is not black. Just so y'all know. So this is from all the black women that I've experienced in my life. All right, man. And uh, Des in the comments saying, "I don't think that real love has a color." Just my opinion. Which is true. Love does not have a you color. Know, love true. by itself does, just, does not have a color. I agree. Whoever does it for you, does it for you. Right. Yep. All right, man. We're going to get into uh, this Ooh. thing right here. The, the method message. I wonder if they got calves still. Think about the girl at all leopard. Who was rubbing the wood like Cheeky Shepherd? Two tattoos, one red. No apologies. The other said love is cursed by monogamy. We are going talking. We are talking about the. Is what is it? Is, is Kanye right? Yeah. Is, is Kanye right? Love well, is, is the bitch? Is the woman the young lady? With the tattoo on her body that Kanye was hanging out with that evening, mm-hmm. is she correct that love, or is the tattoo, or whoever is the person in that situation, are they right that love is cursed by monogamy? Don't forget that is the question. One tattoo said no apologies. The other one said no apologies. And one she's said toxic. Love is cursed by monogamy. She might be toxic because she <laughs> yeah, definitely right. don't apologize. Yeah, love yeah. cursed by monogamy. Yeah. So, so really quick, I'm gonna play the sound clip right here, and we're just gonna listen and give it our thought and get into this topic. That's not it. She definitely had a fat ass. If you ask couples why they chose monogamy, (laughs) you'll hear one answer again and again. They fell in love. We met in a candy store. 1946. We went to college together. We were both in a relationship then. We didn't cheat. (laughs) I look so guilty every time we talk about it. I'm bad at talking about this. It's arranged marriage. Whatever they selected for me, it was good. And I'm very happy with that. We had a study date one night, and that study break turned into anatomy, I guess. <laughs> I've never felt this way about anybody before. <laughs> I feel God has like blessed us. We found true love. Of course we did. We're still here 70 years. What do you expect? 25 years, I would have I cut out on good behavior. <laughs> I would like to think that soulmates are real, but she's my soulmate. Well... Oh. You're mine too. <laughs> but monogamy and love aren't the same thing. We 
are so psychotically welded to this idea that monogamy means love and love means monogamy. In the absence of monogamy, there is not love. Love is a feeling. Monogamy is a rule. You'll only have sex with this one person, and most people live in a culture where they're expected at some point to make that rule a legal contract called marriage. In many countries, breaking that rule is a crime. In the U.S., adultery is illegal in at least 20 states, and although yeah, they're rarely enforced, <laughs> punishments can range from a $10 fine to You're three years things. in prison. If you are in a monogamous relationship for 50 years and you fell down once, you cheated once, the whole relationship was a lie and a failure. Most human beings so have is monogamy a social construct? Yes. Of course. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah? yeah. Is it a good social construct? I think it has its place. I think uh I think I think it helps society in some ways. Like modern society. The way modern society functions. Like monogamy, I think monogamy's only been around for the last 1100 years. Yeah. So it's a fairly new yeah. concept. So I, I know what you're saying. It kind of sets the guardrails on how our society yeah, because because the, the idea is that it is a rule. There could be no rules when it comes to dating and stuff like that. Like there could be no marriage. There could be nothing. And then you know, then it's just left to everybody to 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 fuck whoever they fucking and figure it out. Because like, like the like the video video for us, but sound for y'all said, love is a feeling. Mm-hmm. Monogamy is a rule. Yeah, they 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 aren't synonymous with one another, and so. I do think, yes, it is a social construct. Mm-hmm. And I do think that it has its benefits. Uh, but I don't know if it's the best thing for us. And I don't know if it's killing love. I don't think it's killing love. Uh, I, I mean, I would say it works for a lot of people. It does. Know? It and, does. And it's not even it's not even something they have to conscious of you know what i mean they mm. just do it without thinking bernadette said love is an action not a feeling love is an action not a feeling uh, i would argue that it's both uh, yeah. i would I say agree. i would say it's both more than one or the other but that being mm. said so i think part of why why monogamy becomes a thing is because it, it is the act of choosing one person so it's like out of the love that I have for you, especially from the women's perspectives, like out of the love I have for you, I'm choosing not to call these other niggas back and I'm just dealing with your ass. But, but yeah, but don't we think that <laughs> if if polyamory was was taught from the very beginning that that's what we would, all would be would doing? Be that would be yeah. the norm? Not everybody. Yeah. Not not uh, the black manosphere niggas. <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. Definitely they, not they, they can't even get one, so they're hiding in three. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? Wow. As, but, as, yeah. Matter of fact, they'll be even more upset because all the women will be flocking to the thick-shouldered, tall motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, but if we say if we're agreeing that monogamy is a social construct, pads, right? then we know that if, if we taught polyamory um, from the beginning, which is a social construct, I, mm-hmm. I guess it's a form of social construct, then we all will be will be doing it, right? Yeah. And so it's, I think it's just a matter of one man, one woman was what was established when like back a long time ago mm. and then that's just what has become the normal i think i i, I kind of agree with what you're saying because i think the idea is that monogamy is a rule 
which ultimately is a restriction. And if that is not the way you love, then you're kind of like held into a box and you're not allowed to love freely. And love should be not necessarily like, like should love be a free thing that you do? Like is love, because when you put rules- Yeah, when you put rules on how to love, love. it's not not free anymore. It's, it's, you know, rules and restrictions, there's a playbook. Can someone be in love with multiple people at the same time? Of course. Yeah, I think so. Right? So if we can be in love with multiple people at the same time, this is men and women. It's not just men. Here comes the comments. I feel it. Yeah. They're going to say, oh, then you don't really love either one of them. I disagree, though. I disagree. I do. Now, I personally ain't never been in love with multiple people at the same time. But I do think that it's possible. It's possible. To be in love with two people who give I, you amazing energy that you fall in love with. I think so. I think if somebody believes that you can't be in love with, with multiple people at one time, then they think that one person has everything you want. And I don't think that's true. I think we're mm. all so vastly different, and there's so such a large array. You're, like you're, you might find somebody with ninety percent of the things you want, but that ten percent after ten mm. years is going to be the thing you need. You understand? Like mm. eventually, you're gonna be like, yeah. yo, I, I just wish, I just wish. Yeah. That she would like smile at me every once in a while, like just be nice today. Like mm-hmm. I, I get you do everything else, but can you just be nice today? No. Yeah. So like, I get it. That I mean, I, I think love is cursed by marriage. Love is cursed by Says marriage. Says the man who just got engaged. <laughs> hey man, I gotta roll the dice. I gotta see how this shit go. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. But what's the difference though? If I mean monogamy, marriage is a monogamy. Marriage. So it's the same thing. Marriage is hardcore monogamy. <laughs> to another level, right? next level. Yeah, yeah. it's because I, I do. I'm monogamous now. Like I, when I do relationships, I don't fuck around. I'm not dating multiple people. I, uh, I, I stick with the one person or whatever to, to see how it goes. Because that's how I function naturally. That's mm-hmm. how, 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 mm-hmm. how I learned and how I was taught. Mm-hmm. But when you get in a marriage, well, see, you're, I think you're closing was... the door and locking it. Mm-hmm. it. Like now, I can't even leave monogamy if I fucking, you know, can't get out. Can't I, get think out you just, I think you just touched on something right there. Mm-hmm. You said that's how you function normally, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's how it became the social construct that it is right now. Because for a lot of people, that is how they function normally. Well, that's the question. Is is monog- the monogamy? I mean, we probably should have did some research. Did monogamy become a thing because there's laws around like how marriage functions? Like polyamory is not legal in America. So is that why monogamy is a thing? Or if there was like completely so, free reign, would people be still be monogamous? So what I so what I read is that monogamy became a thing from a survival standpoint. Because in the wild or pre- our ancestors, our primates were polyamorous people but that would not stop another male from coming in and killing your off seat your seed mm-hmm. in order to be with that woman and so in order to keep the lineage going we adopted a the, the survival technique of being with one person having you know procreating with that one person mm-hmm. protecting your child, so they can survive and live. Because you think about it, all the kings from the, from the past, they might have had a wife, but, but they, they had, had concubines. Yeah, yeah. They, they were had, all fucking. They all had a harem. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, I I don't know if it was adopted as a uh, 
any other form. But I kind of feel like I feel like I am of the monogamous mindset. Like when I think about relationship, I think about me and my woman and at least initially. Right? Last night. <laughs> but here's a question. Me and my woman. <laughs> and my woman. <laughs> but here's a question. If you modify the monogamous relationship, is it no longer monogamous? You mean like if it's an open relationship? So let's say you say it's you and your woman and y'all agree to just have fun on vacation or whatnot. Is yeah. that no longer monogamous? Monogamy? I think it goes back to the line before the one you played on that Kanye song where he said, never fuck no one without telling me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, true. That, 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 that's the part. I think that's clear. I think that's yeah, the part. True. Yeah. And so that means uh, from, from Kanye's perspective, at, like the root of everything has to be respect. If we have mm. respect for each other and we communicate, yeah, then we can do whatever the fuck we want to do. You know what I'm saying? You let me know what's going on. I don't have an issue with it. Mm. And some people, I, I think that'd be the best way to function outside of monogamy. I mean, mm. we definitely, monogamous relationships are full of bullshit. <laughs> like there's I so agree. much not being shared or told or whatever. I mean, some of it is because there's not things that you want to know. The other part of it is, you know. I was just having a conversation with our friend Marcus, Marcus um, Harbrook about this. And I said that I will always want to start off and build a solid foundation with my woman. Mm-hmm. However, sex is not a deal breaker for me, right? If she, at some point, I mean, we all are going to see other people we're attracted to. We're all going to have for a sure. desire to sleep with somebody else. right? But if I have a solid foundation, I'm okay with me and my woman understanding that this is the rule that we have, that we do when we're on vacation or whatever it may be. But I don't feel like I feel like a lot of men who want to do polyamory relationships only want to do it for the benefit of themselves. Right. Yeah. Right. They wouldn't be okay with their woman sleeping with another man. Yeah. You, you, as in, in today's society, you can't do non monogamy. Yeah. You can't really do non monogamy in a traditional sense. Like you have to let her be as free as you want to be. Hundred percent. And if you can't handle her being free, then, then you, you can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's, come from a selfish standpoint. And and because women are not, it's not the way it was before, where women were like completely subservient and did everything that we told them to. We're we're as equal as we're ever going to be in society. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we'll probably get more equal eventually. Yeah. We'll take over. Yeah. But, but until we get there, we're pretty damn equal. Right? Like we got a, a woman <laughs> VP. What as soon as uh you know. Something happens to the president, we'll get a president, <laughs> black black president, black woman president, or whatever. So, do y'all think y'all maybe not right now, but do you think you would be open to evolving your monogamous relationship? Right now, I'm the only one at this table that's fucking single. So slide in the DM, but no, uh, like yes or no? Uh, for me, I don't think I could do it. Like I just if it's somebody that I really care about, yeah. Nah, I'll kill a motherfucker. I can't do it. <laughs> Straight nah. monogamy, huh? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's got to be her idea. Like, it can't be something that I try to uh, convince her of or nothing like that. She has to come to me and say, I feel like we need to Spice evolve this up, relationship. Evolve it up. And then I'll, I'll entertain it seriously. Just thinking about it without, you know, her thinking about it is, is just me 
spinning my wheels or whatever. So if it's something that she actually entertains or comes to me about. Um, but why? Is that out of fear that you think if you bring it up, it's going to push her away I, or I know, piss I, her off? I've been dealing with women a long time. And if you, Not longer than me. And I'm if 41. You, and if you, if you bring something to them, like you, you can't introduce something like that. Not not unless you know your partner, you know that they're down. And the only way to really know is for them to start if start the conversation. Yeah. So I mm. like and I'm not saying that I'm completely even open it open to it myself. Mm. But let's say let's say we get five. Remember, I said I have an issue with marriage, right? So let's mm. say we're 10 years into our marriage. Mm. I don't know where my head is gonna be at at that time. So at that time, I'll be like, Yeah, man, I'm I mean, we we need to do something different or we're not gonna make it another 10. Like, I don't know. Mm. So that's where my head is. Let's get in some of these comments. We got a whole we got a whole sideshow going on in these comments. Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we got some comments in there for sure. Welcome, welcome. I'm glad everybody's here. We got a good, good uh group of folks here this evening commenting, sharing. So my question that I have, that question I was gonna ask you guys is um what what do we feel are some of the biggest struggles right now? Or what are some of the biggest struggles with monogamous relationships? Um, I think it's something that um, something that my sister touched on in the comments here where she said that um, if you are not cool with um, if you're not cool with being monogamous, don't act like you are. Mm, that's hard, though. That's hard. I, mean, I agree 100 percent on that. But because of the social construct that we've created in society, most people will feel like they they will be rejected if they said, look, I kind of don't fuck with monogamy, right? Don't nobody want to be rejected all the time. So I agree, but I think that's hard to say, to do. I think a lot of people don't yeah. don't want to do it. That's true. I mean, I, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> sometimes you have to sometimes you have to fold yourself to get in that box. To, uh, <laughs> to, to not 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 I didn't mean it like that. But <laughs> sure you did. Sure you did. Sure you did. Sure you did. Oh yeah, it's too bad. I don't know, man. I just like I think another I think a struggle with monogamous relationships is the fact that you you really have to be with someone. Like I'm gonna see other women that I'm that I'm attracted to, and I don't want to feel ashamed. Yeah, about it. Like I want to be like, damn. I want to in my perfect world. I want to be with a woman, and I could be like, damn, she she fly. And my woman be like, yeah, she is kind of fly. And she could be like, oh, she, she can see a guy and be like, that guy kind of sexy. I'm like, he aight. You know what I mean? Like, and not feel some kind of way about it. Yeah. But in most monogamous relationships, I don't feel like that is the norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Here's the trick. You got to turn your head and wait for her to walk in your... In your you got to walk in your... You got to walk in the van, yeah. right? And then turn around. <laughs> I've definitely done that before. Um, what do you got going in the comments? When you find when you find your fit, it comes together easier than you think. I do agree with that, man. When you find the right person. Um, but I do think a lot of people are forcing themselves into monogamous relationships when they really don't want to be part of that. They want they want the polyamorous or the or you mean like people who cheat. No, I don't <laughs> think people I mean if you're cheating, I think you definitely would prefer uh, a pop uh yeah. some, some sort of poly situation, but For you don't sure. you don't want to 
tell anybody. So you just do it and don't talk about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, like, I agree. You, when you're cheating, you're in a secret polyamorous relationship. Yeah. The only per- person yeah. uh, uh, that knows about it is you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do we? So that's a question. Do we think there would be there would be less cheating if more people were in a polyamorous or uh, poly poly relationship? I think there would be a little bit less. I, I don't think so. I think there would actually be more. Yeah, why is that? Because the people in that kind of relationship are usually more open. Mm. And so with that feeling of being more open, if more people were in relationships like that, they would be more open as well. Mm. And so it would be like, oh, well, you know, I got I got two wives at home. So, <laughs> I mean, they won't they won't care if I go and have sex with this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, man. I I think at the end of the day, you still have to have rules. Yeah. Whether it's monogamy or uh, or or polyamorous or polygamy, which is two different things. I think you still have to have rules uh, around them in order to have a successful relationship, whatever that whatever that looks like to each person. You know. Yeah, that's the main thing. I think any kind of relationship can work as mm-hmm. long as you have set the rules up front, and then that's what you follow. You know what I mean? If you said it to be monogamous, yeah. then that's fine. If you set it to be poly or whatever you want to do, or if you set it up to be an open relationship, as long as you follow those rules, your relationship can be can work. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think the struggle is I think the struggle is real though, man. Like it's easy to become mundane in your relationship to just go through the motions, right? Like you do the same thing every day. You wake up every day. You go to work. You come home. Yeah. You do the same thing every day, and that gets a little boring, right? So you want to be able to just roll over one day, be like, "Babe, I'm gonna go get some strange." I'm get some strange pussy today. <laughs> Remy, what's your thoughts, man? You're kind of quiet over there. Come on. Uh, well, I'm, I'm wondering, have we answered the question? Is love cursed by monogamy? Because I think, or by, yeah, I think love is confused by monogamy. Love is confused by monogamy. It's grouped together when it's not really together. You know, it, like it, it, it can survive separately. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think love is one of those things that, like, I mean, everybody everybody has their own take Darian, or definition. Darian says whatever. poly means greedy. <laughs> <laughs> you greedy, Jay. I'm a greedy motherfucker. <laughs> nah, I actually don't actually don't want a poly uh, relationship. To be honest with you, I want I want a monogamous monogamous relationship. I just don't know if I personally can sustain that for the duration of the entire for the entire time for the entirety of it. Mm-hmm. Right? I I think at some point in my in my relationship, I am probably going to want to have a conversation about modifying and not just for my benefit mm-hmm. right but of course if she's happy then of course it's that's yeah then it's gonna be then like, this is gonna be me you I, know what it, i mean and then you're gonna get the i can't believe you even brought this up exactly <laughs> exactly that's why um, that's why if you think that you're the type of person that's gonna want that that's something that you need to have conversations about have conversations prior about early or come to the grips with the realization that it's just not gonna happen um, I don't think love is cursed by monogamy. I think love is dying because people are forcing themselves into lifestyles that don't work. That they don't necessarily want. Because everyone yeah. is not built to be one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And 
because of the social construct, this is what you have to do. You need to have one woman or one man. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is. Because there's a lot of women out there that want poly too. But they don't feel comfortable in their own skin yeah. to be able to say that because they don't want to be judged or they or or whatever. So I don't think monogamy is killing love. I think we are doing that by ourselves with all our rules, mm-hmm. all our uh, expectations. Yeah, because I'm sure there was love before monogamy. 100%. 100%. Method Head, what y'all say? What y'all say? Somebody said love and monogamy are two, two different things. Which we are, we, which we agreed. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there was something in here. Let me see. Somebody said, I know two poly couples who got caught out there. Uh, excuse, mm. you cannot enjoy yourself because your partner is watching and you are worried about their feelings. Hmm. What was that? See, you worried about their feelings? What, is, what did that say? Yeah, I, I think the idea is that um, being in that situation, you still got to deal with feelings. And I think there's even more feelings in that situation, depending on how people are. Like somebody might say that they're comfortable with something, but then when they actually see mm. it or have to deal with it that's, like right in their face, then it's, it that, feels different. That's 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 something that uh, I think we should touch on. If someone is in love with someone else to the degree mm. that I think it happens often where someone will be in so in love with the other person that they'll agree to things right. that they don't necessarily want. That's true. And then That's true. I, even I, though that was the agreement mm-hmm. that they came to, they never wanted to after, again, yeah, right? after yeah. a while, they're like, I, I, I don't like this. I don't mm-hmm. want it. And you once know? you, op- and once you open Pandora's box, yeah, it's hard to go back to it. Which is why you got to be careful what you open, what you ask for. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, especially men, they say you want to do it and they do it and they see that woman busting it wide open. They're like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the fuck up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So y'all wouldn't do so like in so like in a relationship. Both of y'all, both of you are in monogamous relationships. Y'all wouldn't do a swingers club. Y'all wouldn't go to like a nah. nudist resort. Y'all wouldn't go to like. I mean, I don't know things. about like maybe a, like a nudist resort or something like that. But I mean, as long as there's no smashing going on, <laughs> like I'll say this, <clears throat> and this is just me. Like I said, it, to me, it's. Cause it's not something that I'm chasing after. Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of like how you are in the, in the sense, but I'm in a relationship, and I'm not. It's not something that I'm like, oh, I gotta have this before mm-hmm. I die. But let's say I'm out with my girl, and it's just cool ass couple approached us, mm-hmm. and I think the dude is cool, and I think the girl is cool, mm-hmm. and they just start having this conversation of, about something that you know is is beyond what my my relationship is normally about. Mm-hmm. I might drink a little bit and be like, all right, let's see, let's see what happens. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Depending. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. never happened, and I don't mm-hmm. know if it's ever gonna happen. But it would take like a lot for me to get to a place like that, is what I'm saying. And and like I said, outside of that, it's a conversation that she would have to start. So if she doesn't even show interest at all, mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna entertain it. You know what I'm saying? If she's not mm-hmm. sitting there listening to the conversation, if she's like, What the fuck are y'all talking about? I'm like, yeah, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Let's get out of here, boo. All right, all right. <laughs> well, here's a, here's a question. How old are you? Uh, thirty-seven. How do you? I'm twenty-six. Motherfucker, <laughs> we're gonna add. We're gonna add a couple Nigga, years. Nah, right? beard ain't even I'm twenty-six. <laughs> I'm forty. <laughs> All right, so you got. So we. I'm forty. So let's fast forward. Thirty. 
20, 20 years. Let's say 20 years. All right, so I'm 57. I still All right. All right. And let's say hypothetically so 60, speaking. 61. Okay. All right. Hypothetically speaking. Right, we all know our dick don't work until we're 95. <laughs> right? But hypothetically speaking, if your dick stopped working, but you still in love and you love your woman and she loves you, but she still got sexual energy. Oh yeah. She's still trying to fuck. You can't do it. She come to you and she like, look, I need to get some dick. We got we gotta we gotta we gotta make some some changes. <laughs> what what y'all gonna do? Like I'm play up. with play with the worms. <laughs> See what you can do with it. Come on, girl. That's real shit. Just hey, go, go to the store. And give me some Viagra. We, we, we just we just going. Give me a we, just, we just going not let we're going to let her suffer too. <laughs> no, no, I mean, wow, that's crazy. That is, but that's a real no, that's I, a real I, shit I, though. Yeah, that's real shit. I've though. actually thought about this. Yeah, I will. I will let her do whatever she need to do. That's a real scenario because women's sex drive probably going to outlast most men's. Or sexual ability, ability to have sex. So the thing about that, what, what you're talking about, to me, if if it came down to that conversation, to me, Darius said his tongue still works. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, yeah. but, but if, she needs some motion in the if, ocean. If it came down to that conversation, I would feel like, I mean, there'd, there'd be a lot going on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, is our relationship even like in a good state? If we're good and then she's having this conversation with mm. me, then I don't want to be, especially the way I'm, I am now, because mm. I've been controlling in the past. I don't like to try to control the person. Yeah. I'm. I, try, I try to help. I try to offer advice and guidance yeah. and stuff like that. When we try to tell somebody what to do and they want to do the opposite, mm. that's just that, that's a fight. That's automatically a fight. And that fight goes on for the rest mm. of the relationship. It never goes away. Yeah. So if she's coming to me with this this is important this is something we got to figure out and i'd be like all right i mean just 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 uh <laughs> look man i'm i'm gonna let my woman fuck because yeah. at the end of the day ain't nobody trying to die die alone right and now you 67 i'm 67 yeah you know what i mean i think i'm still gonna be extremely fuckable at 67 that's what we said <laughs> like we know our dick don't work forever right right but shit happens you know, yeah. And on the flip side of that, the flip side of that, I mean, I don't know how a woman's sex drive could go away or, or not. But wait, if, no, go ahead. <laughs> what if? Uh, all right, this is going. I know terrible. you're about to say some. This is going to be go terrible. <laughs> what if she asks for one of two things? Okay. One, either she's allowed to have sex with another man, or you can use a strap on on her. No, nah, I'm not doing a strap on. I feel like unless a <laughs> man with a strap on. I know you won't. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you know what yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Nah, fuck that dude. Like, look, either you gonna strap up, yeah, and go to work, or I'm going. I'm out of here. Yeah, be in the corner, like I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I use I use it in my hand, right? Like right. I'm not gonna. I'm not oh, putting I'm not strap on. I'm not gonna put the waist. I'm no, not. She'll be like, no, but I want you to. I'm all about toys. I'm all about toys in the bedroom. I'm not against oh, toys. Shit. I ain't doing that though. Oh shit. Yeah, I ain't doing that, man. I don't know. I, I just think it, I think that we in our minds we have certain things that we. Think I think that's the first time be. we brought up strap-ons on this podcast. So just definitely the first time we, we broke we, the strap-on we, cherry. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we hit Queef about thirty times one episode. <laughs> we like to delve into wild territory. <laughs> that was that was Ariane's fault. Yeah. So yeah, I just think method heads, man, like have your own. <laughs> Somebody in the comments said, "Love is cursed by a type of wood." <laughs> what? 
Monogamy. Like it's a thing. Oh, oh mahogany. That's funny. Any other thoughts on uh, is love cursed by monogamous relationships? I think. Con- I Kanye. think. Okay, here's here's my thought on it. Is that love is like like we said it's a feel- it's either a feeling or an action, right? The monogamy is put in as a trust barrier. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know if it's the act of having sex with another person, but usually when someone cheats in a relationship, it's a trust violation. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I think that is what causes the destruction of that said relationship because of it is because of the trust violation, yeah. not necessarily the yeah. act. Yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. At least for me, yeah. I agree. Like for me. Because I am such an open book, like an open, open-minded person, and I believe in creating a safe space for me and my woman to talk, to step into, to talk about any fucking thing. Mm-hmm. That I feel like if my woman goes off and cheats on me, it's not the act of sex. Yeah, I want to fuck too. I don't care. It's the trust that you you broke yeah, my trust. Exactly. I gave you a hundred percent of my trust, and you went and you didn't have enough faith, enough trust. To come step into this safe space that we created to tell me, baby, I'm struggling. Yeah. And I need to fuck somebody else for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. That's what that's for me is the deal yeah. breaker. Yeah, like exactly. it ain't the, at this point in my life, it ain't the sex. And, I, and I, I think that that um plays a, a strong role into what we're talking about too, because communication is is I think a very loving thing, and trust is a very loving thing. The idea of just having sex with one partner that's that's loving, but I think. Trust and communication are what really make your relationship last. Sex is one of those things that'll die off eventually. You can't really mm-hmm. continue to love somebody without, I think, some strong trust and communication. So if you feel like you need to be, you know, do something with somebody else or whatever it is, and we actually talk about it, I can get comfortable with the idea because I've realized you included me on this instead of mm-hmm. cheating. Like, I think that's the big thing is just don't cheat. I'd rather you talk to me about it 100%. than to yeah. just cheat for sure. I always say like come to me and talk to me about it so i so, so here's my thing on cheating like come to me and say look baby here i have the need to sleep with somebody else mm-hmm. and i'm gonna say I'm, first i'm gonna say why is it something that i'm doing right can it can it not be fixed can i fix it mm-hmm. if the answer is no that i can't fix it and you just have this desire to to do it well my next question is well can i do the same thing that you about to do mm-hmm. and if the answer is no then yeah, then no, you, it's a no selfish, doubt. it's a selfish thing that yeah. you're trying to do. We're not doing it. Right. Yeah. Now we both can do it, and we're gonna be good. Yeah. Then yeah, let's let's modify this monogamous yes. relationship and make it work. But most people don't come from that perspective. It comes from a selfish perspective mm-hmm. of they just want to go and sleep with whomever. But I think it does come back to communication, hundred percent about. I mean, I always say it's communication, communication in general. Like the biggest issue, the biggest cause of breakups and divorces. They like to say it's money, but it's always, I feel like it's communication. The the, yeah. the inability to communicate your feelings, your emotions, yeah. or, or how you're feeling, you know? So to, so to answer the question, no, love, nah. love, is, love is not cursed by monogamy as long as you're being true with yourself and with your partner. It, it, I mean, monogamy or polyamory or whatever it is, mm-hmm. as long as y'all figure it out. You know what I'm saying? It's not monogamy that's yeah. the curse. It's if you want something other than monogamy and you're not willing to have that conversation. 
Yeah, stop lying. And just cheating stop and doing whatever. Because yeah. typically, unless you unless you are like a um, a highly like sexual individual where you just have a huge sexual appetite, really, if you just talk to your partner about what how you feeling, I feel like you typically can figure it out. You know what I mean? Maybe it's your partner not doing something that you like. Or if maybe or if they're closed off enough that they don't want to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bo- both both of her tattoos are wrong. Both what? Both of Shorty's tattoos are wrong. What? The the, the Kanye's little friend. <laughs> the one that said oh, no, apologies. no apologies. X that out and love is cursed by monogamy. Throw it away. Nope. Boom. Question All right, man. That is the method message. We're gonna oh, move on to it. That's different... good. My my sister says love is cursed by dishonesty. Ooh, with the with the well, Kanye said. Well, uh, love is cursed by monogamy, but I think it's love is cursed by dishonesty. Yeah, Look at them bars. Look at the bars. 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 All right, man. We are going to move into unnamed artists. If I can find a clip. I don't know if I can find a clip, man. I think it's right here. There it is. Unnamed artists. Unnamed artists. Metheads, this is the time to refill your drinks, fill your like, relight your blunt, readjust yourself. We are about to play some music where we get to choose which song deserves to be the champion for this week. You can find all these songs on the Method Music, Method Music, Method Music playlist. On Spotify, man. That's method M E T H O D. If you watch this, M-E-T-H-O-D, you should know how to spell man. method by now. That's for the longest time. That's that's how I learned how to spell method. For real, right? me too. I'd be in school. I'd be like M E T. I'd be like M E T H O D. You know, I learned, you know, how I learned how to play. Uh, you know, how I started spending, uh, spelling fabulous, which was wrong. Oh yeah, right, right. No, get out of my spelling bee right now. That's wrong. I think that is wrong. <laughs> all right, Method Hedge, I can't vote until all three songs are, have been played. We're playing about a minute and 15 seconds of each song. How does the song make you feel? How does it make you want to bob your head? This is the defending champion. It's two weeks in a row. He's going for three weeks. Three weeks. Here we go. Song number one. He told me that heaven's waiting. No, I told hesitate. him I'm hesitating on some things. And I told him I'm hesitating on some things. And I told him I'm hesitating on some things. I spoke to Yahweh, I've been meditating. He told me that heaven's waiting. I told him I'm hesitating on some things. Lately, I've been putting my life into perspective, reflective of my past, being retrospective, looking at the good and the bad. In my early days, wondering if I still got a path to the early gates. Life wasn't always the way that it is today. It used to take me damn near losing my life just to pray. But nowadays, I'm unconscious of my ways. And all it takes is me waking up to give praise came a long way from who i was and what i did once all i used to care about was sipping drinking big blunts but now i got a family and they count on me to give them what they need i climb the highest mountain on me so every day i'm working on the enemy to find the best way that i can balance out my energy nobody's perfect no matter what it look like on the surface just hoping i get closer to my purpose hey, man. I to Yahweh, i've been meditating he told me that heaven's waiting i told him i'm hesitating on some things on some things he told me that heaven's hey. waiting i told him i'm hesitating on some things and i told him i'm hesitating on some things yeah and i told him i'm hesitating on some things yeah, yeah. i spoke to Yahweh, i've been meditating he told me that heaven's waiting i told 
I'm on the call, switching over to God. I got the devil waiting. I'm out, last of the mouth, catching the elevator. I don't know, man. I like Talib's flow still. Yeah. Talib Kweli. Yeah. All right. That song kind of makes me want to get back to my rapper days. Back to your rapper, rapper days. I'm only 41. I can still make it. Hey, Bun B still doing it. You know what I'm saying? Bun B. I mean, he was a celebrity (laughs) first, but you know. Yeah. I don't know if Nikki don't like that much though. All right, <laughs> all right, that's like, song number I'm one. My job, I'm gonna be a rapper. <laughs> a rapper, forty-one. That is song number one. Here is challenger number one. The song is called X for a reason. Lord, you know how hard it is dealing with the pain day to day of a white man. Is this song good enough to defeat? Champion. But as long as you say? This is the first time I heard the that is song number two challenger number one x for a reason how you feel about that one it's interesting yeah 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 that one's uh that was interesting you know <laughs> i like it yeah. i like it i, I like i it. appreciate the message yeah, I lo- and I think I think it, it definitely resonates. She's saying I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah, no, she, I'm gonna beat your ass. Well, yeah. The no, X no. will beat your ass. Oh, all right. All right. Here is challenger number two, song number three. Called No Trends. Is this good enough to defeat the champion? Dollar sign, dollar sign, yeah, I get that shit. Without them dollar signs, let's see how far your bars gon' get. Don't do no features, less I know you got no price on this. This double lamb got no OG, just know what beat. Nigga, I don't do no beatbox, leave your feet hot. That nigga running like a track star, right out them reboxes. No more parties for your shorty, but she still gon' be a dot. Bet that bitch gon' make it clap to find a nigga with some guap. With your broke ass, your BD ain't got no cash, ho. We count it. Big bucks before I saw that TikTok hoe. Your favorite rapper probably waiting on the next trend hoe. I'd rather get it out the mud before you help me hoe. That boy Mike Beasy, he don't rock with me. They ain't no stopping me. I seen them pop up at the cup when fans start upping all my streams. I remember ain't nobody used to talk about my heat. I remember everything. I never throw away receipts. Nigga, I don't do no beatbox. Leo feet hot. That nigga running like a track star right out the reef. That is song number three. It is time to vote. Man. Song number one, song number two, or song number three. I'm going to go with number two. Okay. 
I'm gonna stay with the champ. I, I, you going know, with hesitate, I, huh? I still, I still that's the first the first time I'm voting for this one. It is the first yeah. time you try to get uh old boy to try to win it again last week. Yeah. All right, so we got one song. One vote for song number one. One vote for song number two. Methodheads. It's on you. It's on you. Don't let me be the tiebreaker. What song? What song? Ernest said Bun B is my dog, but that that don't mean that's what you voting for. <laughs> who you voting for? Number one, uh, number one was Bun B, and Number two was Summer Walker, and number three is a guy named Mike Dimes. Excuse me, Mike Dimes, Mike Dimes. We we'll give we we'll give a couple couple seconds for votes to come in if we got have anyone. If not, then I will be the tiebreaker. And don't forget, if you're listening on Spotify or Anchor or other platforms, yeah, you can man, vote. vote retroactively and change the results in the future. You still can I, vote. I don't know, man. Song number three, the beat is so hard. That yeah. beat is hard. That's what I'm. The but, beat was so hard. It, you was I like, was, I was expecting more from the lyrics. Exactly. Really it kicked in. Yeah. yeah. I was just not, like, not oh, even. Got to come. It wasn't even just this. the lyrics. It was more like how he delivered it, it yeah. just didn't feel as hard as the beat was like the beat is hard yeah yeah but you know he was close with he today's was close. artists man it's kind of hard they don't always come hard with the right with the, with the lyrics these days yeah. you know all right so i don't think we have any more votes so i think i'm gonna be the tiebreaker man so ah, this is tough for me this is tough for me i i don't know if hesitate is good enough to win again like i like it <laughs> But I almost feel like it should have, it should have, it was tight last week, right? It was a tight, it was a close call. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with song number two. Mm. I think I'm going to go with song number two. All right, Summer Walker. We're going to go with Summer Walker. You know what? We need to give a little love to R&B every now and then. So we'll see if next week someone else can take the R&B out of the rotation. That was two hip-hop songs. And one R&B song. Let's move in to... Oh, Nikki said she voted for number one. Oh, where she, I don't see her vote. Where her vote at? She said, I can't see the comments. So oh, she, so she texts me. That's the <laughs> tie there. Nikki don't ca- count because she only voting <laughs> for number one because the uh, Black Bob Ross is on the show. <laughs> nah. I mean, if she voted, then we I can... That's the I mean, I still got to be the tiebreaker. Oh, Right, I mean it's two two. I don't know. I don't know the rules. So <laughs> we got what was it two two? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vote it as two, unless you unless you just retract your. So vote. you got one. You got two. I got two. I voted. You voted. Yeah, and then he voted. And so we so we have, so it's a tie. It's a, it's a tie. Yeah, I think your vote shouldn't count. Okay, my yeah. vote doesn't count. Yeah. So hesi- you're breaking the time. So hesitate one again. So hesitate is the champion. Yeah. Hesitate is the champion. Well, God I'll damn. bring some new songs next week. God damn. That's three weeks Summer in a row. You almost had it, but almost. Nikki came in and swatted you. It's so what's what's blah. the so what's the rule on? It? Is it like uh did we, did we say four weeks? Five weeks. Five weeks. Five okay. weeks. No one has made it four <laughs> weeks champ. Yeah. Mm. It's been three weeks. Four and out, five and out. All right, man. We doing correlation, sir? Mm-hmm. Let me hit this little sound clip real quick then. Good morning, church. I just want to read from the book of correlations. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially from a book of 313. Yes. Yeah, 
That's where pass is from. Let me talk to y'all. Uh-huh. Yes, so church, <clears throat> I got a question. Yes, yes. My question is, uh, in school, what day did you do your weekend homework? Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? And what does that say about your personality? Well, I don't know what it says about my personality. <laughs> but yeah. I know I did it on Sunday. Okay. Can I say none of the above? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck that weekend. No, no, no. no I didn't I got... say I didn't do it. I did it on Monday morning. Oh, <laughs> right before is. class started. It is. Yeah. Hardcore procrastination. Yeah. That's, a, that's another level right there. That's how you know you're an artist. <laughs> that's how you know you're an artist. Yeah, I was definitely uh, Sunday night. Um, depending on what it was. Like, if I couldn't get it before I left school on Friday, I wasn't doing that shit at home until Sunday night. Because, mm. yeah. I ain't gonna waste my weekend with a thing like homework. Yeah. <laughs> but my <laughs> problem was I was a especially during football season in high school. Uh, like yeah, I was yeah. a superstar football player. We have we have football on Friday night lights, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We won. Saturday I was working at Little Caesar's Pizza, right? And then on Sunday I'm like, I ain't trying to do no fucking homework. I'm yeah. trying to relax, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to be the man of the house. So I also wonder if anybody's still in the comments. I kind of wonder what y'all y'all think as well because I do wonder if there's like a some kind of pattern for what day you did it. I don't know anybody who did it on Saturday. That sounds ridiculous, but I'm sure there's people out there, some wild you know motherfucker who did the weekend homework on a Saturday. But the people who do it on Sunday, kind of like you know artistic right there brain. Were, there were probably some people who did it on Friday. Type, Friday types was like mm-hmm. nerdy type type. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get this done, planner, whatever type. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm thinking. So does it count that I always wanted to do it on Friday? It just never happened. <laughs> you sound just like me. It just never happened. <laughs> yeah, I have the. I, I'd like to get this done today, but I got shit to do. It's yeah. Friday nights. The plan was always like. I'm gonna go I'm gonna get this done. Just yeah. get it out the way. I that think, was never my plan. And I think never happened. I think the the kind of the way you spend your time too also has something to do with it. Like if you got shit to do on the weekends, you got fun stuff to do on the weekends. Yeah, you gonna man, I ain't had shit to do but play 007 James Bond on Nintendo 64. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Yeah, I was playing video mm-hmm. games for sure. I, I just never, you know what, man? I was one of those high school students that like I wasn't. I wasn't dumb. I just didn't like people telling me what the fuck to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I did just enough to get by. Yeah. Right. And so Monday, doing it Monday or or whenever, mm-hmm. it was just more aligned with my desires at the time. Well, you see, know? this is the thing. Like when I was in high school, I was I was I was cool with everybody. Yeah. Right. So I'd come in Monday morning and you know, I'd be like, yo. Let me see your homework. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating ass. Hey. They be like, oh, yeah, here you go. Yeah. Would y'all go back to high school if y'all could? What do you mean go back? Like, would it you depends. go back? If, if, it, you could, if you could if you could, start over in high school and do it all over again, would y'all go back to high school? Well, that depends. If it's, if it's the same experience that I had when I was there the first time, meaning like... Meaning, like, I don't know anything different than mm. what I did when I went to high school the first time, then mm. probably not. Yeah. But if I could go back knowing <clears throat> even a fourth of what I know now, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would redo high school again if I could go to a different school. Damn. Because. What was the name of your high school? Uh, it was called Troy Athens. 
fuck Troy Athens. That's what he said. He said that shit ain't it ain't shit. Well, cause cause my high school career was was my life turned flipped upside down. Cause basically I moved from the city to the burbs and I now I was going to school with all white kids. When I went to when I my original uh first half of ninth grade, I was going to Cast Tech. Shout out to Detroit. Oh my god. Detroit no Cast Tech. Says the live expired. That's why the comments went down. Oh. Expired. Yeah, it's still going though. Must have expired on one of the pages. Um, so the school that I was gonna go to if I would have stayed in the city would have been Cast Tech, and that school was majority black, and that's what I was used to doing was going to school majority black black students or whatever. So I was really really geeked about how that was gonna play out. Mm. The only difference though is the education in Detroit was um not as good as the education in the burbs. It's just the way it was. Gotcha. So I got I think I I, I ended up further along because of high school but i didn't um i didn't go to college right out of high school anyway so it didn't even make a difference for me i could have went to cast tech and just came out of detroit you know knowing more people like mm-hmm. and being more connected mm-hmm. to the city but it is what it uh, is. then again maybe if i if i didn't go to troy i wouldn't have left detroit which to me is one of the things that changed everything like, I, had I think i would detroit. i would go back if i had an inkling of like knowing more yeah right if i went back because it's so hard, man. Because I'm. I mean, is it, if I had what knowledge, do you have now that you feel could help you in high for school? For me, it's not even the, the knowledge part. It's the understanding that I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. you make you make decisions yeah, yeah, yeah. that send you down a different path. Yeah. And if you had just known that shit of like just do this thing, right? It would have took you in a whole nother trajectory. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? That's I, I do wish I didn't fucking blow my senior year because that, yeah. that was why I ended up not going to college. I was like, fuck this school shit. <laughs> like what every time I got to the end And of, you seem like the college period, type too. Yeah. And well, if I if I had my way, I would have went to Howard. I would have tried to go to Howard. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know Howard was a thing. I didn't know HBCUs were a thing. Yeah. Nobody was talking to me about college like that, especially not at Troy Athens. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? There's like well one percent or two percent black population or whatever yeah. so they wasn't talking about hbcus yeah so. all right man final thoughts man let's move into final thoughts final thoughts can be anything that you want to get off your chest get off get off your mind anything you want to tell the method heads all the listeners about anything or oh, any topic any topic Matt can start it so for me my final thought is this it doesn't matter how nice you are to someone it doesn't matter how good you are to someone if your joy makes them feel small because they will always, always resent you no matter what. And I say to them, fuck all of them. Mm-hmm. But man, it is. I had a situation happen where I ain't been, I've been nothing but nice to this person. Right. Y'all know me. I'm a, I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I think I'm a good ass dude, right? I try to do good ass shit, being good, good person. I've been good to this this person. This person came at me wrong twice, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just like, bro, like, what is your what is your malfunction? As we say back in the day, right. yeah. like, what is your issue with me? Because I've never done anything at all, but you keep coming at me disrespect mm-hmm. in a in a disrespectful manner, and I'm just like, you know what? I see that me being just me being happy, me being who I am makes you uncomfortable yeah and so you just don't like me because of that reason alone i'm just like man fuck you you know what i mean 
Um, so is this was this like a friend? This is a friend. I wouldn't even call him a friend. I call this person an associate. Um, would is there? I don't. I, so I don't know the gender of this person. Is there sexual energy there at all? No, this is a, this is a guy. Okay, so no. There's two ways to look at that because I kind of experienced the same thing, except it was like with the ex, where mm. I would I after we broke up, I went on about my life, and then when I spoke to her again. I got berated, like, and I was like, "How all could I'm, you be happy?" Yeah, all I'm doing is living my <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. You yeah. mad at me? Yeah, yeah. like, so I, I guess I could see like this person wants something from you, and whatever it is, mm. they're not getting it, mm. and they don't know how to communicate that, so they get upset and lash out. You know, man, whatever the fuck it is, I ain't got time for it. I just feel like you know, I'm gonna be me, and if you don't, if you don't fuck with me because of your own reason, that's on them. Yeah. You, you gotta let people mean? be people. That, yeah. That's one of the best lessons that I've learned, I think, in my like late 30s mm-hmm. or whatever, is you'll enjoy people more if you let them be who the fuck they are. Stop trying to control 100%. people, tell people like you can talk, have conversations, communicate by all means, but it ain't got to be like all these hardcore expectations yeah. or cussing people out. None of that yeah. negative shit really gets you nowhere with people. Yeah, that's one thing. I like. I only really associate with people that I can actually be my full self. I don't mm-hmm. have to be anybody else, mm-hmm. but who I am yep. around them. Yeah. I don't have to change anything. Yeah, you know what that's makes how a, it should be. You know what makes a good drink? A little bit of sugar. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't come at me bitter and expect anything from me. Yeah, bitter shit don't get you nothing. Yeah, I just feel like you Says know the man drinking bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so all the. <laughs> to all the method heads out point. there, man, if you are holding, don't let people live rent free in your mind, all because you got some holding on to some shit that they're not even aware of, right? Either either talk about that shit that got you all riled up or or not. Final thoughts. Uh, Actually, you go first. Yeah, final yeah. thoughts. Okay, so um, my final thought is gonna be a little more light. Okay, so fuck that shit, man. I'm ready to fight. No, I'm playing. <laughs> so it's gonna be a little more light, and it is. I'm feeding off of all of you people who keep telling me that my Niners are gonna lose. Oh yeah, oh like, yeah, I, it's crazy. I, 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 I low key love it right now because the more that you say it, the more we win. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, when y'all weren't saying anything, we weren't winning. So y'all keep that coming because I need it. And uh, you know, we, we I mean, we at this point, we're in the NFC championship, yeah. so we're one of the top four teams in the yeah. league. Ain't shit you can say, pretty much, but we're gonna win on Sunday, yeah. I think so, too. Can I ask you a question? Uh huh, because <laughs> this, this is just uh, the way you said that. No, you can't. No, no, I gotta ask questions <laughs> just real quick. Not, uh, okay, so how, how do y'all say we? Because man, I just like, okay, you like we're not understand. in San Francisco. See, you gotta understand. Y'all, y'all from San Francisco? Am I from San Francisco? No. Nah. And about okay. where you're from? Nah. But see, you gotta understand this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've been, I've been a fan of this team since For a long 80, time, since like '88. Yeah. It's my longest relationship right? through the good and the bad. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Yes, I've suffered through many horrible years. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So, I understand. So we are invested emotionally, so I'm emotionally I invested. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. So, I posted the other day after the Bucks lost. I was like, "Nah, I gotta burn all my Bucks shit." And half of the comments was like, "Nigga, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> you gonna yeah, burn?" Yeah. Nah, yeah. You can't do st- that. Like y'all can see, I still got the Bucks hat on. Obviously, I was joking. Motherfuckers don't know my personality by now, but I don't feel like as a Tampa fan. I mean, I say I, I would say we just because I'm in Tampa, but I don't feel like I represent the Bucks. I'm not. 
a hardcore fan like that. I don't give as soon as they fall, I'm gone. I, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck some other bitch. That's how this goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I I just thought it was funny because I'll be hearing y'all say we yeah. and I'm like, is this San Francisco? Where we at? We ain't making no money <laughs> off of now. it. Not at all. But it's, you are fact, so I'm, invested in it. Yeah. In, you fact, know? in fact, I'm spending a lot of money and on when it. You, and when you spend ups and downs with something, I can understand. And then yeah. when you have a community of other people that you just, that all are all fans of the same team, it's like, you say, like, I feel like I'm part of the Tampa Bay community. Yeah. I, I root for Bucks. I really do. I, I just don't. don't I weed. just don't. I, <laughs> You're like, we, no, not, that's not the we. No, nah, I don't that's say that. Yeah, that's because why I, it throws me off a little bit. I've been here ten. I only been here eleven, almost eleven years. Yeah. But I've been a 49er fan since 1988. Yeah, for a long time. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna. That's yeah. a we at that point. Yeah, exactly. You know I, what I mean? I've always kind of just if I if I'm a fan of any team, it's always local. So like I was a fan of the Pistons when they started winning. Uh, yeah, but you're from Detroit. I've so never been a sense. fan of the Lions ever. <laughs> not one time. Even Why when you I was from at the originally game. though? Where are you from? Jersey. Yeah, so I'm surprised you're not like a Giants fan or or, or well, see, this um, is the thing. This is this is how it or happened. Philly fan. See, this is how it happened. Everybody in my family was Giants fans, mm. and shout out I to Melissa. And I didn't want to go along with the normal rebel, uh, rebel. So you know, just the fact that everybody got so hyped about Giants. Yeah, I was just like, are you a contrarian? I was just like, <laughs> and I'm watching TV, and of course they're the good. Nine Niners were the good team. Yeah, so there, yeah. So, you know, I'm watching it. I'm watching oh. it on a on a TV that you got to change the dials. Like this, uh-huh. right? So they're the only other team I get to see. Right? Yeah, right. Makes because sense. they put the good team on TV. Yeah, right. So I start watching them, and I'm like, "That's my team." Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's 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 it's been like that ever since. I just want to say that I am a very loyal individual because once I choose the team, yeah, or choose the woman, right. It's for life. It's for life, bro. <laughs> it's for life. <laughs> like I don't, try, I don't, I don't want to get out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Through monogamy, polyamory, whatever it is, we gonna do this. We are gonna do it forever, forever. I had a, I got a cousin who, um, he used to root for the Lakers when the Pistons were in the championship, and that nigga used to piss us off so much. <laughs> like, yeah, Kobe gonna do it. He gonna get the third ring. No, get the fuck out of here, dog. We watching the Pistons play. Yeah. <laughs> Remy, final thoughts, man. Uh, my final thought, the question is, is love cursed by monogamy? Nah, love is cursed by dishonesty. You heard it from a method podcast. No apologies. Bars. Bars. <laughs> bars. Shout out to Collect for giving me them the bars. Black Bob Ross, where can they find your information at, man, to follow you? They can find me at uh, J.E. Artistics on Facebook and uh, on Instagram. And then, uh, of course, my personal page on Facebook is Justin Ebanks. And uh, Instagram is jnice336. jnice336. His rap name. You got some bars? You still got some some of the bars? I don't even remember those bars. (laughs) Hey, y'all can find. I used to be able to spit, though. I tell you, man. Light skin and shit. Hey, <laughs> y'all can find me at on TikTok at the J Noetic. You can find me on Facebook at the J Noetic. Matter of fact, you can find me everywhere at the J Noetic. Remy, you can find me at Millennial Mulatto on uh, Instagram and Mulatto Monologues on Twitter if I let you in. And you can find this motherfucking podcast at a Method Podcast everywhere, everywhere. Oh, y'all, y'all also can find me. Where the money resides. <laughs> where the money resides. Where, where the, the money, money resides. resides. Where the money resides. Until next Thursday, 
8 p.m. Share this shit. Follow this shit. Subscribe it. Holla. Peace. Cocaine seats.